For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Chase. Nice to have your company on Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe with you. What a day it was on trackside today. One of the biggest fill-ups I have ever witnessed in my life. And uh, Sammy Highland and Campbell Brown just at the forefront of that. Picking up winners left, right and centre. Hopefully you were able to join in on that and your pockets are nice and full. And I reckon the next hour might uh, might even help that as well. 0499 736 736. And uh, a man who's always going to find winners where wherever he goes is, of course, Mitch Abaya. Hello, Mitchell. G'day, Donners. Um, lovely to be here. Yeah, looking forward to it. And I heard about that. It was about eight winners apiece, I think, or it might have been a couple more by the time I tuned out. But, geez, they had some sort of day. They certainly did. I reckon they had 15 winners across the day. It was unbelievable. Uh, maybe even more. And Sammy Highland finding them at good odds as well. So uh, it was a serious afternoon and the SEN track family are better off having listened. How are you, my friend? I'm well, mate. I uh, can't complain. The weather uh, wasn't too kind to us today when I was out and about, but uh, yeah, we push on there and no, 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 good weekend, mate. Racing was fantastic. Sport was good. Uh, can't complain and yeah, got a really good couple of weeks ahead and I'm looking forward to it to be honest sales Sundays was good last night we uh we, we struggled to find a few last night we've it, it's been pretty tough at sale at the moment but mm. um we'll get through it and um we're, we're covering quite a few topics on the show though we're uh being pretty informative and going to teach the punters uh all about uh quaddies and staking them next week uh, on the show so it's going to be fantastic we're going to do a little bit of informative stuff tonight as well so um yeah look forward to it Absolutely. 0499 736 736. If anyone wants to join in on the conversation, we've got a big show ahead. We're going to talk to our man, Toddy Gray, in a little while as well. We'll recap the weekend with the maturity heats completed and some very interesting outcomes as well on that. We'll go to Heelsville, the straight track championship altered due to COVID conditions. Mitchell, tell us all about that. We'll get his best bets and we'll speak to Toddy Gray as well, ahead of a big night of Greyhound racing. So join in the conversation whenever you like. We've got Ballarat just moments away, the seventh on the card. Mitch, where are we going? Um, we are going. I'm just grabbing the form up right now. Um, I'm a big fan of the six here, Chasing Honey. It's over the 390. This Greyhound, it's got some ability. It's won two on the trot over the 350 at Hillsville and run some time at that 440. I still can't get over the odds. I reckon it's going to go straight to the front and win. And uh, I don't think anything in this race can match it early for speed. So I reckon it just yeah, rolls to the front and says goodbye. All right. Hope so. Hope we can um, hope we can find some nice... I can't believe the two's $1.95. This makes me sick. So which one? Wait, where'd you go again? I thought you were with the two. Eh? The six. Chasing six? Honey, $4. Ooh. It's four forty into $4 now. Love this. All right, let's head to Ballarat. See if we can start off in the best possible way. you got the Quadrana if you're playing the Steve Tudor Electrical over the 390 
here. This is the seventh event. We're 14 seconds or so away from start time. Full field of eight scratch emergencies, nine and ten. And the favourite is number two, Barallon Pearl. 4.40 into $1.95. It's been well back from box two. Number six, Chasing Honey. 3.80 out to five. Malicious Yala, 4 out to 5.50. Crown Road has been... Uh, Kibo Sally now, 6 out to 8.50. Crown Road, 6 out to 11. Structure, 7 out to 16. Bad Bailey, 15 out to 23. And Kinlock Journey, 26 out to 61. Barallon Pearl, 4.40 now into $2.10. Green line set for a start. Third, they've got a quaddy race. Seven from Ballarat, they're set. Ready. Racing. Beginning one in the set, it was uh, pushing forward Keenlock Journey, now deeper Chasing Honey. Chasing Honey goes across to lead. Barallon Pearl, the favourite though, pushes through. Barallon Pearl takes the lead off Chasing Honey. Further back then came Keenlock Journey. Well back to Kibo Sally and then came Structure as they come to the turn from Melissa Shala. Last is Crown Road on the swing for home. Compact up front, Barallon Pearl and Bad Bailey down the outside. Barallon Pearl kick. Barallon Pearl won from Bad Bailey. Third, Kibo Sally fourth. Tell you what, Mitch, I thought after the jump, I thought, oh boy, he's going to just go out and brain him here. But no, he got, uh, he got in a little bit of trouble and the two in the end Burrell and Pearl was uh, was able to get the job done on the inside two five and four disappointing there yeah I, I don't know if I'd say a little bit of trouble I might say a lot of trouble mm. geez the thing got poleaxed about three times and still only lost by about four lengths so I reckon that's one of black book there got out beautifully got headed on the first turn I reckon if it doesn't get headed on the first turn it just goes away and wins and yeah did it find some bother goodness me very disappointing. Very disappointing. But anyway, we've got a long show ahead. We've got Maryborough Harness race number nine in about two minutes. I'm sure we'll get, you'll find one there. We'll get to that. I mean, uh, we, we got to hit up our man Bonners, don't we? And just try and find a um, find a winner or two there. But we'll uh, we'll certainly get to that when it comes around. Let me just get the market up here and have a look at what it is doing. Two dollars twenty favorite. Been a bit of money for the one. Yeah, the five is the two twenty favorite, but the one ten dollars for Mick Bellman. So maybe that's the way we go with a bit of value uh, there. Each Mitchie. way. Yep. And uh, Safe Jewels as well, $4.60. Lisa Miles rides, drives one at $5 in race number nine. So we'll head there in just a moment. We'll take your texts as well all throughout the uh, the hour. One and three at Ballarat was from Maddie in Geelong. Uh, chasing Honey at Ballarat was from Rock. Got too much money in the account. So uh, he's playing with house. <laughs> Playing with house money at the moment is rock. That's what we want. All right. Uh, now, Mitch, what should we get into before we get to Maryborough? Do you want to go back through the weekend and just uh, talk about some of the maturity heats? Definitely, mate. Definitely. Yeah, what a fantastic uh, Saturday night of racing at the Meadows. The maturity, I know uh, the watchdog, we had him on last Friday and he said how, how much he enjoys the maturity heats, some of the best racing and some of the best pups around and uh, we'll start at the top of the card. This was just a uh, Vic Bread Series final for the Grade Fives, nine thousand to the winner. So, talk about a bit of prize money here. And this was almost one of the biggest spoilovers on the card that the rank outside of Arizona Gold led for a long, long way in this race and just got nailed late. But got the talk, and cheesy was huge. This thing came out of the clouds to win at two dollars eighty. Was the favourite. It looked like that the ten was going to get up for all money. Um, with about 20 metres to go. But, yeah, got the torque, put a couple of big ones in and got up on the rail. And, yeah, it was a really good win in what was, as I said, a pretty handy uh, staking uh, stake, uh, prize money race because, yeah, 9,000 of the winner is um, pretty substantial. Absolutely, it is. I'd love I'd love 9, 9K in the sky rocket, as they like to say. So uh, that was a nice start. What else uh, What else made news out of the, fu- out of the I was going to say futurity, the maturity heats? 
Yeah, uh, I'm Easy Boys. Um, this was the Destiny Fireball Heat 1 uh, over the 725 metres, a couple of staying heats on the card. And I'm Easy Boys 1 at $6.10, beating Zipping Ticket, who paid uh, $7.20 and $4.70 the place. And the favourite for this event was Zipping Rambo. It was $1.80 off box 7, couldn't quite get across on the first turn, got pushed back and... Uh, he's a dog that he likes to be out in front and rolling and we know he's got ability but the the strength when he doesn't lead it's not as it's not as good as when he is out in front he he gets out and just absolutely rolls along and uh, yeah found a little bit of bother I'm easy boys won really well for Ray Hennis and I thought zipping tickets stuck on pretty well as well they've gone okay 4302 not absolutely flying but yeah, it was an open race outside of Zipping Rambo, and we said that on Friday afternoon that if there was going to be some carnage up front and Zipping Rambo found bother, it was going to be pretty wide around him. So, um, yeah, I'm Easy Boys won well, and I think that he's going to have to be half a chance in the final next week. And that obviously led us into race three on the card, which was heat two of the Destiny Fireball, and um, another race over the 725, seven and a half thousand the winner. And whatever I say, a uh, Greyhound I was pretty keen on. I thought this thing was half a chance. Uh, against Hank the Hustler and Five Star, and uh, I sent a message to the watchdog. I said that the the two and the three just look a look like a genuine dead set same race uh, same race multi lock. Um, I, I was super keen on both of them, and I know he was very keen on Hank the Hustler. Best better than I, you know what? Probably a certainty beaten, but uh, that's how it goes in racing. Sometimes that's why I always like the dogs to be out in front and and running along, and that way, you know, if there's any trouble behind that you're avoiding it, whereas getting caught up amongst it. And, uh, yeah, whatever I say, just kept going. Robbie Redenback went in some great form. Hank the Hustler was a massive run, but, yeah, that Quinella's paid 9.40, exactly paid 26.50, and they both progressed to the final. And uh, five-star, he was he was a pretty good run, considering he ran fourth, and he was the favourite going in at $2.60. So that was a really good heat, and, yeah, I just thought that whatever I say was really gutsy out in front. Absolutely. All right. It was a big. Uh, must have been a big meeting, Mitch. Uh, I'm just reading. I'm just reading some of the stuff here. There was plenty to come out of it. Heaps, mate. Heaps. Yeah. yeah well, there's eight heats of the maturity, which uh, nice. we'll touch on in a sec. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Handsome Rhino, obviously, one heat one, and yeah, he was super impressive. Um, but yeah, what do we got? Maryborough. Is that is yeah. that under underway yet? Yeah, or they... they're just they're just uh, taking off now. So let's get to Maryborough. I don't know if you've got one that you want to tip out, but it might be too late. No, nah, we'll go the red. All right, Another, what the one? All right. it off. Has to be restrained to grab hold. It gets going again. But Swami Lass has got across to the pegs. And now in turn, gathering momentum again. Roquefort Cheese is going up to have another dip for the front. Gathers itself up, presses on, and is going to find the lead. Moving up around the outside, Sassiola from the wide gate. Three deep to travel up and park. Giving Dan Man the 1-1. Our summer wind over on the inside is three back along the pegs in the fluoro colours. They stand out OK. Next in the running line, Markley Kaz back to sixth. They slow up up front, 29-5 first quarter and a 5.6 lead time. Heading down the straight, Chief Safari's four back in the moving lane, uh, keeping company with Paddy Mack. Second last water glimpse in the running line and the last one, Safe Jewels, is 25 metres off the front runner at the bell. They head out of the straight in the final event at the Victoria Harness Racing Club Super Bonus Meeting in Maryborough and it's Roqueford Cheese looking to lead all of the way. That little misdemeanour at the start but gathered itself up OK and goes to the McPherson's printing group. 800 leading three metres. On the outside, Park Sassiola. Third in the box seat, Chwami Lass already for the Sky Valley sprint lane. She's had a good run. Dan Man fourth. Fifth on the inside, our summer wind. 
three deep and launching from the back what a glimpse onto its back was safe jewels they're on the improve around markley kaz in the middle and patty mack on the pegs and last of all now chief safari end of the bend stud back straight 33 one second quarter so a nice little breather for rogue for cheese under a hold leads by a couple of meters the favorite second sassiola and three wide joining in what a glimpse stalking it safe jewels about to hook out four wide as the sprint goes on swami last waits on the sprint lane exit yeah, on its back our summer wind as they head into the lane, 29-9 down the back. The leader, Roqueford Cheese, Safe Jewels coming down the middle. What a glimpse battling on. Swami Lass back to the inside. Roqueford Cheese has got a kick with 100 to go. Safe Jewels, what a glimpse. Swami Lass are trying to run her down, but Roqueford Cheese packing plenty, and Roqueford Cheese goes all the way. Beat Safe Jewels, what a glimpse third. Swami Lass fourth, and then a big line up. Our summer wind, uh, Sassiola with Dan Mann. All right, so the five gets the job done there. That was the favourite, Roqueford Cheese there, Mitch. Five. 5, 10, and 6 at Maryborough. And straight on the heels of that, Mitch, is Warrigal race number 9 somewhere that you might be able to give us a tip at. Yeah, um, this is an interesting race, this one here. A 400-metre grade 7. Uh, your favourite is box 2. Gen- is that Genile or Genial? Genial, Jed. Uh, um, yeah. No, yeah, I think, yeah, I think oh, that's right, yeah. Genial. I think so. Yeah. Genial Jed. Genial, yeah, he's gone 23 Genial. and 18. Genial Jed went 23 and 18. Um, on debut, Warrigal showed some good turn of foot. Jeez, only just got there, though. Like, I'm talking uh, very, very uh, small margin in this race. And I, I don't know if you can justify having, you know, a dollar seventy-five as your as a greyhound that's won by, you know, the skin of its teeth. But it looks like it's got a fair bit on these, to be honest. It, the rest of the field can't really go much quicker than that. So I think it should just win. If it rolls to the front, it'll be uh, it'll be winning. And I'd just say probably take a uh, 2-1 exacta. All right. I might do that, actually. Let me just uh, have a look at what I've got in the account. Might have a little 2-1 exacta. There's not much here. in this, mate. This is a pretty pretty thin race, this one. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it, Mitchie. I'm going to jump on board with you for the first time uh, today. I don't think the first, I don't think I've, I've generally had a bet when you're uh, when you're on with me. But uh, let's have a look. Let's have a go here, Mitch. Uh, right. We've got a bit of pressure on here. We'll get this thing up. Mm. All right. Let's head to uh, let's head to Warrigal now. Race number nine, two one Quinella from Mitchabaya. Winners earlier in the day, but punters have hit back in the last couple. Getting set here, race nine. Green light is on. Set to go under the bright lights here at Warrigal for race nine. They're set. Away they go. Patchy start. Missing it. Captain Warrior showing pace out wider. Hurricane Miss and bursting through Brindle Gate to the first turn. Ellswick Susie going forward. Now just shuffled back. Hurricane Miss came back under Zambora Tara. And Genial Jed got a beautiful run up on the fence. Havoc's Legacy was well back. They swing for home. Genial Jed. Goes through with Brindle Goat. They're having a great battle. Brindle Goat laying in a little on Genial Jed. Or tight. Genial Jed came again. Brindle Goat. Ellswick. Susie was flying home. Captain. Oh, Warrior gee, what a, <laughs> what a uh, battle there. Genial Jed gets the job done. It's a photo for third. Five and six in the frame. And it might be the six on the outside, Mitch. I don't know if you have seen it better I reckon than I the am. six is... Scraped in? Yeah, I just saw... I'm just seeing the replay again now. Um, yeah, two got a nice run on the inside. The five looked like the five was naughty, gonna... didn't really want to win. No, nah, the five five got second. Oh, did it? Okay, 
two. Yeah, just by the skin of its teeth. Oh, yeah, I did two, two. Five, six. two, five, and six. So there you go. So Brindle Goat at three dollars forty finishes second, which is good value. I included that in the. Uh, I did a little exactor with two, one, and five. So that'll uh, that'll be okay. I'll did you? I'll get a little profit Beautiful. out of that. That'll be good. Yeah, I hope so. Yep. All right. Sure. So we're away. Yeah, it was a pretty open race, other than that favourite. Yeah. I like it. Well, I'll, I'll pay that. We can't play music, unfortunately, Mitch, as you know, nah, uh, because of no the two dollar the two dollar threshold. But uh, anyway, we will yep. find some. The more. exact has paid six seventy, mate. Beautiful. That's what I love to. That's what I like. That's all right. A bit yep. of a profit there. All right, uh, let's go to a break. We've got Ballarat in about four minutes, and we'll uh, we'll get some more winners there. John Donoho, Mitch Bayer with you. This is Thrill of the Chase. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Nice to have your company, Thrill of the Chase. All right, Mitch, straight into Ballarat. Where are we going? Yeah, this is a uh, this is a really good race, this one. There's probably four chances in here that I think all can win, um, that being numbers um, one, five, uh, six, sorry, actually, five, six, seven, and eight. I like the outside division. Um, I'm going to stick with number seven here, La La Hibiscus. I reckon it's out to really good odds now. Um Chloe Exotic, a dog we're on last start, was pretty strong last time, but I think Lala Hibiscus can clear a lot of them here with a wide runner drawn outside and the dog pretty keen for the rail on the inside. But, yeah, I'd say box up five, six, seven, eight for a trifecta and, yeah, we're going to back the seven each way. All right. Geez, a bit of value in it, Mitch. I like that. Yeah, a lot, mate. Yeah, it's pretty open. All right. Let's head to Ballarat now. We're going to play away from the favourite. Okay, good. That's what I like to hear. Let's head to Ballarat. Race number eight. Out to 21. Cool story, bro. 26 out to 41, the outsider. So, favourite drawn one, Mr. Blurton. 2.40, last look at the board. Last line being locked away. This is the last leg of the quadrilla from Ballarat. Good luck if you're still alive. Green light set for a start. Favourite drawn one, Mr. Blurton. They're set at the 4.50. Ready. Racing, beginning fast down on the inside. Blue Yarlick takes the early lead over Golden Avatar and driving through Mr. Blurton. Mr. Blurton took the lead from Blue Yala. They're bunched there with Litigator not far away, trying to get through Golden Avatar out the back with Baby Petchy. Well, back then came Lala Hibiscus. Second last is Cool Story Bro. Last on the swing for home, Chloe Exotic around the turn. Golden Avatar up along the inside. Mr. Blurton coming hard. Golden Avatar in front. Golden Avatar beat Mr. Blurton. Third. There's dogs all over the course there. Maybe Litigator ahead of Lala. Hibiscus out wide, baby Petchy back toward the end. Chloe Exotic with Blue Yarder and Cool Story. Golden Bro. Avatar, $17. Number four gets the job done. Mr. Blurton, Jeez. Mitch, yeah, and Litigator. So a bit of a boil over there. No good with the seven, unfortunately. Yeah, the seven's run fourth. Mm. It's gone for the each way and it's run fourth. Yeah, it just makes you sick. But anyway, it was it was a pretty messy race. Seven missed a kick. I thought it was a pretty good run to get up on the inside and almost run a place for us. But yeah, golden avatar at any sort of odds. These some of these races they uh that's what I said, there's it was pretty pretty um hard because there, there was quite a few chances amongst them. But yeah, seventeen dollar pop gets up. Absolutely. All right, let's get back to our run sheet here, Mitch. Uh where are we at? Do you want to take us through is there any more we need to talk about with the maturity take, heats? Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll you, just get you take through, it away. Uh, some of these. So Handsome Rhino. Handsome Rhino won heat one of the maturity. Uh, beat a hot favourite in Japara. That was my best bet of the night run second. Um, Handsome Rhino, just too good, too speedy. 5.02 early. Ping the lids, 29.85. Paid $7.40, which is absolutely crazy. So he progresses to the final. Unfortunately, Japara misses out. Rad, Radic Bale run third as well. So um, the race of the night. 
Heat two of the maturity. Coblins up against Aston Fastnet. This was going to be one of the best races that we'd see for a while. And uh, Coblins led Aston Fastnet, lobbed pretty close, and he nailed it right on the line. Aston Fastnet progresses through to the final, beat Coblins by 0.14 of a length. And pretty sad because Coblins was going for 12 on the trot. He'd won 11 in a row, he'd won 16 to 21, and he got uh, rolled, unfortunately. It'd been fantastic to see him in it because I reckon he would have won it. He's just that good of a dog. But Fastnet got him, just super run, super training performance, Jason Thompson, but um, not taking much away from um, Aston Fastnet there. And this is probably the story of the night, mate, or the story of the Saturday night at the Meadows. Envy to burn for Dave Burnett. Now, I know there were some pretty big raps on Jungle Juice, going to be doing it tough to win first run of the Meadows, but. Envy to burn off box four, was $12.30, speared the lids, got out in front, run away to a four-length win in 30.01, beat Draco Bell and Jungle Juice, who were really hitting the line hard. But Envy to burn is creating, it just creates a really good story. But what we love about Greyhound Racing, and this probably, um, this would have brought a tear to his eye, the trainer's eye um, on Saturday night. Dave Burnett, Envy to burn, he trained, Simon told Helen, who won last year's maturity, who sadly passed away earlier in the year. And he was a greyhound that won, I think, 900,000 and was just a superstar. And for him to have a finalist in the race he won last year, I know it would mean a lot to him and um, probably a little bit of a dream come true, to be honest. He probably would have thought he was half a chance going in. It was a, it was a relatively tough field, but this is what kind of shapes our industry, certain things like this. And what a great story that is. If he could come away and win this final next week, that would be one of the biggest stories in greyhound racing for for 2021 for sure and um i know a lot of people will be right behind him because of uh what's gone on but yeah it was a surprise winner but a really good winner uh nahari bale for the dalbridge camp geez they're in some good form winners left right and center um it off it went 517 it was just okay early but the muster was there just put them to the sword down the back uh, and ran on pretty strong as well 3004 beat aston rupee who was the series favorite dollar 40 favorite of the race he was an absolute certainty beaten um but he doesn't progress to the final next week. Just shows get out in front and go, and, and away you go. And they they got to try and avoid contact behind. And yeah, Nahari Bell progresses to the final. Also, uh, Heat Five, Quara Bell. Gee, she's good. She just keeps making it through to these group finals. Dollar eighty, beat Keep It Black uh, and Tinsley Bale. Quara Bell is actually the favourite for the maturity next week, which is surprising. I, I thought the run was okay. Thirty and eighteen, one of the slower qualifiers. Um, for her time, she, we know she can run 29.70s or 80s, but she just seems like she's a tad off of late, just not as strong to the line. Um, I, I don't, I'd be playing against her as much as it kills me to go against the dailies um, in any big race. But uh, I, I just think that there's a couple others in there. Handsome Rhino got some early speed as well, which probably can lead her up and um, Aston Fastnet also. But uh, we get to Hilltop Jack for Dave Gill. This dog was huge. Hit the line really hard, beat Jarek Bale, Gypsy Wyong, two super strong dogs. And Jarek Bale looked at the race, shot to pieces on the home turn. Couldn't quite get the job done. Hilltop Jack, obviously, trained by Dave Gill. He had Koblenz go down earlier off box five. Um, it was only fitting that he got one through um, out of his three runners that he had. And Hilltop Jack was probably the surprise of all of those three, to be honest, because um, he had Fernando Mick drawn in a later race and Koblenz drawn in the earlier one. We all go straight through but Hilltop Jack was very good 5.13 early 30 and 20 just average time overall compared to some of the others in the heats but yeah he's going to be somewhere around the market there's a bit of bunching and then he went back to back Dave Gill next race Fernando Mick 30.04 off the red he's a dog that doesn't like box one but he still went 5.11 early um, I think he's drawn somewhere in the middle come the final probably suits him a little better he likes to run in the middle of the track and 
Um, he was around $2.60. So Dave Gill got two through there. Shimmer Classic just led all the way and got done again. She's blistering for 450 metres, but just struggles the last 50 or 60. And uh, the last of the maturity heats, Mr. Fix-It, probably, I think we've said it a few times now, we'll rename him to Mr. Consistent. He's a dog that always, you know, is in the top couple. And he beat Do It, who's, who lobbed close. He should have probably won the race from where he was, but... He's a pretty hard dog to catch, do it. He's, um, he'll either come out and win at big odds or uh, when you think he's going to win, he'll run second or third. But, geez, Mr. Fix-It's good. He's as gutsy as they come. And, yeah, he, I reckon he's a massive chance next week, Mr. Fix-It. He's got blistering early speed, so reliable, and he gets to the front and goes. Absolutely. I love it. All right, that's a comprehensive wrap there of the maturity heats. We better get to the news, Mitch. We'll come back and we'll have a look at uh, Hillsville, the, the alteration to the racing calendar for the National Straight Series between Hillsville and Kapalabar. We'll, uh, we'll come to that. I want to ask you about that in a moment. Do we want a tip for Warrigal? Absolutely, we want a tip for Warrigal. I apologise. Give us that now and yep. uh, we'll... Uh, no, no, no worries. Go ahead. Yeah, no, this is a um, this is a dead set race in three here between boxes two, three and four. Um, I think just with the vacant box for the four, uh, having the vacant box to the side of it in the five, I think the four could go straight to the front here. 22.98 PB. Um, if it just doesn't get touched, it should be going close to winning. Um, but yeah, I'd box up for the exact the two, three, four, and you should have a collect. But don't uh, don't pin the ears back on this race. It's pretty tough. All right, will do. Thank you, Mitch. Uh, stand by there for me. We'll get some news headlines. We'll come back with more with Mitch Abaya very shortly. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Mitchy, they've just finished up at Warrigal. Party Doll gets the job done at $1.90. Symbol for you in second, just. number eight. And then Queen Charisma is the third selection there, number three. So you did say it would be two, three, four. I think I think the two finished fourth in the end. So yeah, yeah, it no, wasn't, run wasn't too first, bad. First, third, and fourth. Mm. But no, the winner, it looked like a dead set winner that fourth. Yeah, it did, didn't it? It did. It was uh, it was far too strong in the end. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. A couple of people had uh, sent tips in there. I apologise for not getting them out. Uh, Maddie said the two at Ballarat and the five at Warrigal. So apologies for missing those. Maddie three at Maryborough was also from Matt. So uh, send through yours when uh, when you are ready. Your tips for myself and Mitch Abaya. We're going to get to Toddy Gray very soon as well. We'll get his. All important tips. What's happening at Heelsville, Mitch? Talk me through the um, the. Well, you've got your best for the card as well. You want to give, but talk me through the alteration to the racing calendar. Yes, there's an alteration to the calendar up at Hillsville for the National Straight Track Championships, and we know that uh, straight track racing is not only here in Victoria; it's up at uh, Richmond and also up at Capalabar as well. So there's a few tracks around, and there's a straight track championship. So greyhounds go from here up there and race up there, and then others come from Capalabar and Richmond will race down here in Victoria. So um, there's a heats on the 25th of July, finals on August 1, and um, those competing greyhounds that uh, obviously will make it through, they can't go and contest the final up in Capalabar as part of that series um, based on the old COVID um, or the impact of COVID. And, it's going to alter that obviously little series that goes on there. So the grand, um, the grands are eligible, you know, to nominate for this heat and final. But yeah, it's just it's a bit disappointing that the greyhounds won't be able to go out there and contest. And I know a mate of mine, Michael Ryan, he's got a dog called Smartest Jack, and I know he was aiming to hopefully get through this final, uh, the heats, and get up in the final up in Capalabar. But it doesn't look like it's going to go ahead. And 
a bit disappointing, but you know what can we do at the moment? Is uh, we're, we're glad we're still racing, and if we can still race down here, well, that, that's the main thing. Absolutely. Uh, hey, someone asking for your best bets, and they want to be able to put them in a multi. We'll get to them. Do you want to give those Hillsville best bets now, or um, do you want to hold on to them for a sec? No, I can I can give them now, but they're um, they might want best. You bets won't be able to put them in a multi right now well. because yeah, yep. I was going to. I can give them now. I can give them when I give when Toddy Gray gives his. It's up to, it's up to you, mate. Yeah, let's wait I'm until Toddy Gray, and we'll get everyone's best bets all at the same time. So, yep. Um, hey, another one coming. Okay. Here. I just thought. I just thought I'd do a little segment. Mm-hmm. Go. No, no, no. I was just going to read a quick text if you don't mind. Is that okay? Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, read it out. All right. Followed eBay two, three, four tips in the same race multi top four and accidentally put five hundred and fifty bucks on. Lee, uh, lucky eBay's got eBay's the best. Good work. Sixteen hundred collect. So well done. He put two, three, Jesus. and four in the same race multi, <laughs> and he's accidentally instead of putting fifty on, he's putting five fifty on, and that is oh. a serious collect. And Mitch, you've you've saved someone there. That's good. Yeah, no, I'm happy with that. That's uh, yeah, I, I like when I hear that the uh, listeners have a win. That's what we we love that interaction when they text in and. So we encourage it, you know, whatever your tips are, if you've got tips or you get on our, our winners, um, we like to follow it, you know. it's um, As much as I give out tips, I like to see what other multis other people have as well so you can kick them home or, you know, certain same races and that that's what makes it so interesting and uh, just different views. And that's what that's what will – actually, that will lead beautifully into my next segment, Donners. That, yes. Um, I know we were talking last night on Sale Sundays that um, we wanted to – inform punters on how to do a quaddy, but I want to inform on how I do my Hillsville form. Love it. Um, based ahead. on these four races, uh, three races. So I've got races four and five and 11 for tomorrow. Um, I've just had a look through. So for those out there that will want to have a play at Hillsville, you can have a look at the uh, form guide here. And we'll start at race four. It's a race over the 300 metres. And there's only, um, what have we got? Seven dogs in the field. Box five is vacant. Now, the, the dog tipped on top, the one knuckle buster, looks pretty hard to beat. But what I do, I, I go through and look at the times for these. So um, last week went 16.61, the run before 17.08, and the run before that went 16.70, and then the start before that went 17.07. So his best is 16.61. He runs around the 16.80 mark. And then I look at the early splits. So compare his early splits to others. So he's gone 3.89, 4 dead, 3.98, and 3.93. So it's pretty consistent around that 3.90-odd region and he's had four wins out of his eight off boxes one or two so he goes well off the inside then we look at the greyhounds drawn outside of him or around in the other boxes so box two angelic shadow is a greyhound that gets off the track so should create some room for knuckle buster uh, he should get a nice one up the inside angelic shadow will probably cause a little bit of trouble with lee will lee will is a dog that wants the fence so a dog that in box two that wants to get off the track a dog box three that wants to get to the fence that's that's carnage that's um, immediate collision out the boxes and probably over 300 metres, the last thing you wanted to be doing is bumping into one another. So I've looked at the early splits there, 396 for Lee Will, just okay. A greyhound drawn to its outside in Soul Illusion in box four. A track specialist, uh, 1690, 1691 and 1701. So around the mark, but still five lengths off Knuckle Buster. So at the moment, Knuckle Buster looks panels ahead of these. Uh, Soul Illusion is a greyhound that wants to be drawn somewhere near well, the fence, but likes to run in the middle of the track. So Lee Will will create a path there for Soul Illusion to have some sort of run in the race, but at best, it can't beat Knuckle Buster. 
Junket Jarrett off the six. He's a greyhound that wants the fence. Um, 388 early, so as quick as Soul Illusion. Um, he goes 17-10 overall. He's, he's a greyhound that's relatively consistent early, 388 and 389 his last two, but he can only run around that 1705 mark. So um, you probably rank him about fourth or fifth in this race at the mo- or fourth at the moment. Uh, four races is a greyhound that um, is mad for the rail. Uh, it'll drag the eight into the race. So the the six and the seven will want to get to the rail. The eight, it's a greyhound that can run 16.95, 16.99. It's got relatively okay early speed, but it's won three out of its 11 races from box eight, and it's won another two from box seven. So it's a greyhound that likes being drawn out there, get a nice clear run at them. So my numbers for that race were one, eight, and four, based on the one probably being five lengths quicker than the rest of the field, and then the eight going to get a nice run unimpeded uh, into that nice. uh, or into the first well, first 50 metres. So that's what it's all about. That's the way I look at it. Early splits, overall times. But watch your tapes for hills or dogs out the boxes, which way they go. If they're mad for the rail, mad for the outside. Um, hey, quick. And then uh, that's, yeah, that's the way I go about my form. Quick tip for uh, the next year at Ballarat, because they're about to go in the boxes very quickly. Um, go the uh, six each way, Mo Giblet. Green line set for a start. Race nine from Ballarat over the 390. Set. Racing. Beginning fast in the centre was Ruby Arizona from the deep. Venomous Yama comes across and so also does Mo Giblet a second. Third behind them, Ruby Arizona being followed by Chasing Love. Well back then came Innocent Gem with Torrenbal who's well back on the swing for home. And then as they come to the turn, Wakeiri Bennett's out the back with Torrenbal as they turn for home. Venomous Yama in front of Mo Giblet and Venomous Yama scores. Second Mo Giblet, third Ruby Arizona, fourth Zipping Petra ahead of Innocent Gem and then Torrenbal back toward the end. Chasing Love last one. You did say each way, so that deserves a bit of music. As it holds on to finish second, Mo Giblet. Jeez, how's the five the place? Nicely done. Eight Venomous Yala oh. gets the win there at $8.50. Mo Giblet at $2.80 top tote. And Ruby Arizona at any old odds. $11 for the any place, Mitch. That's yeah, fantastic. massive, mate. Absolutely huge. Yeah, you love a box trifecta there. That would be right up someone's alley if they uh, hit that. They would be, yeah, probably mm. uh, lobster and and a few bottles of red oh, tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is very, very nice. Hey, let's get to a break. We'll come back. We've got plenty more on the agenda. We'll get to Toddy Gray on the other side of this, and we'll get your best bets as well right across the country. It's Mitch Abaya, John Donahoe with you. This is Thrill of the Chase. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Yeah, nice to have your company on Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe, Mitch Abaya with you. We're having a nice little night, Mitch, and it's about to get even better because one of our all-time favourites is on the line and going to join us very, very shortly. Is there anything you want to go through, Mitch, very quickly before we get Toddy up? Um, no, I just went through that race at Hillsville. So just to, for the for those out there that like to assess their form, you look at overall times um, and then your early splits and just work out where the early speed comes from and dogs are slight the boxes and then just which which direction they go at the boxes. Some of them look at their box form if they've, they like to win towards a rail or if they win out wide and if they're a wide runner or a railer and if they're going to impact the dog inside it. So that's the way I sort of assess things and that's the way I've gone with tomorrow. I reckon race four, number one, knuckle buster. Race five, number one, um, 
Jimmy. I don't know. I've just written Jimmy. I don't know why uh, <laughs> I didn't write its full name down. Um, but um, yeah, they're the two for me. Race four, number one, and race five, number one, and they look to map the best. Absolutely. All right. We'll Jimmy uh, Maker. Jimmy Maker. We'll keep an eye on that. Let's welcome in now our favourite man from uh, Greyhound Racing South Australia. Toddy Gray is with us as he is every Monday night. Hello, Toddy. Hey, boys. Hope you're looking after yourselves. Yeah, we're trying our best, mate. We're uh, we're locked down here, obviously, in uh, in the great state of Victoria. But uh, here it's just about uh, stage four now in uh, in South Australia as well. After a couple, it is indeed. Yep, stage four restrictions kick in as of uh, virtually midnight. Uh, so right. racing will still go ahead, but obviously it's um, there's going to be rules and that to follow. And I'm not going to say anything which is above my pay grade. To be honest. <laughs> no, we'll leave that to. So Campbell Todd's Brown. going out tonight. <laughs> yeah, Toddy's out tonight. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, there's got to be some place in town which has got a karaoke night on tonight. That's my jam. <laughs> Good man. Hey, um, w- before we get your best bets, um, Mitchie Warrigal in one minute. What do we tip at Warrigal? Yeah, what are we thinking there? And then we'll get his best bets. Uh, I think the six here can beat the eight. Riverbank Smokey. I think it can uh, beat Zalas Alex. A uh, bit of speed drawn on the inside, and I-, I think this is a dead set race in three. Catch uh, the two. Number six, Riverbank Smokey, and the eight, Zealous Alex. Um, but, yeah, I just think that Riverbank Smokey probably provides the best value out of the uh, three runners. All right, we'll get to that in a moment. Toddy Gray, go, uh, take it away with your best bets of the evening, please. Easy, lads. Well, I've got a grand total of four for you tonight, lads, and they're all in the middle of the program. Any Ooh-hoo. fans of music out there? We're channeling our inner steps tonight because we like dogs in races five, six, seven, and eight. Yeah, like it. Yeah, easy. So we'll go straight to race five, lads. Now, um, I'm a little. Oh, I'm not going to take full responsibility for these, but three of these four dogs have been, oh, for lack of a better word, smashed in the betting since I threw them up on the old Twitter uh, Twitterverse earlier this afternoon. Uh, and this is the one of them. Race five, number seven, Shimcam. Uh, it's been five bucks. Five bucks when I threw it up this afternoon. It's now three thirty second favourite. Um, so it's met with Ooh. a decent amount of support. Now, the first thing I've got to do is address the elephant in the room here, which is number one, still the prize, the favourite. Uh, this dog can break 30 in Angle Park, and he can break it with ease, but he runs in blinkers, and he runs in blinkers for a reason, lads. So, luckily, I don't think we're going to get anywhere near him. Look, if he, if he decides just to go, he will win. He's, un, he's unbeatable. But uh, I don't trust a dog with blinkers as, as a rule, no matter how talented they are. Now, we're going to avoid him early because he's uh, shim camp. She stays wide, and I reckon she's an absolute moral to lead here. So, if she leads, and look, if the one plays funny buggers, then we're going to get the fly. Uh, if it doesn't, then I think we still lead and run second, even if um, if the red goes straight past. So um, I liked it a little bit each way, but that's back when it was five bucks and a little bit of black figures uh, for, yeah. the, for the drum. So nice. yeah, Jim Cam, I reckon, I reckon just leads and gives a lot of curry up front. Nice. Hey, um, hold there for a sec, Toddy. We'll just get to Warrigal and we'll come back to you. Done. Three main no. chances in betting. They're getting set uh, nicely for race 11. And the last one's locked away. In fact, uh, box five vacant, set to go. Ready. And racing. And a pretty even start. Catch was uh, shuffled back slightly at the box rise. And Riverbank Smokey showing great paces. Zealous Alex, they go to the front here. Working forward was Mighty Tuscany. Also Audacious Layla. Or running right off the track was Zealous Alex. It's gone about five or six deep to the turn. Now getting through in between runners here was Audacious Layla. Mighty Tuscany. Over near the inside. Shango run. Audacious Layla took the front and won. About a half to Shango run. Running third there. Uh, on the outside was Mighty Tuscany. Audacious Layla, 20. $3. Shango Run is in second. That would have been a serious exactor if you were able to go that way. Mate. And Mitch, the six, absolutely. It what was the, the six? Lids. 
Oh, it pinged the lids. I'm I, not sure I, what I it was think doing. Oh, it, it put in about 10 short ones, and I don't know whether that's because it hadn't seen the track or it was sore or something, but it was an absolute certainty beat. Yeah, that was uh, that was tough watch. That was a very oh, tough watch. It's fair to say, but um, yeah, well, drawing yeah, board. On to the next one. Uh, sorry, Toddy, to interrupt there, but uh, feel Easy. free no, to no keep going. Yep, uh, very next race, lads. The next one, and that is a dog we've thrown out a few times actually. Race six, number eight, Aston Ability. Another one which has been about five bucks into the five to two in the old. Um, she just doesn't know how to run a bad race at Murray Bridge. Um, she goes great. Like, she's got a great. Uh, great play straight right up here. I think every time we've thrown her out, she's being decent odds and she's always filled a minor drum. I can't see why. I reckon there's only two chances of leading here, three and eight, and if Aston Ability lobs second to the three, it could run it down. If the three lobs second to the eight, I couldn't see uh, I couldn't see it running uh, Aston Ability down. Uh, so, yeah, I just reckon, it, once again, it leads or lobs second, and it just loves this track. Fox 8, it's not a concern, and there's no speed to her inside. Powerburner and Springvale Anna, and just quietly, any, any multiple players out there, Springvale Anna's 30 to 1. Put that in your trifectas and first fours. Um, she'll be charging home. But I, just re- I reckon we lead and we just get the fly, and another one very similar to Shimcam, just leads and gives a lot of curry out front. All right, nice. Anything else you've got for us before we, uh, before we finish up? Yeah, the best bet's in race seven, lads, and then one more in race eight. Best bet of the night, race seven, number three, Hallie's Girl. Uh, she's first up for a month here. Uh, she is a faultless beginner. Absolutely, absolute speedster. Uh, electric box, electric uh, box manners. Great mid race burn. I reckon she just very simple. I just think she leads all the way. I just can't see how she's not going to lead. And three ninety five is her ideal distance. Uh, she's carved out some incredible open grade sections at Angle Park when it was uh, still racing. Like things like sixty and sixty to the back and all that. That's that's group standard and all that. She tippy toes the last fifty, but over three ninety five. She won't be tippy-toeing. Um, she'll be nice and fresh tonight. The Rasmussen's, they don't muck about. And the money's on tonight, so I'm pretty confident. All right, lovely. And your last one for us? Uh, and the last one. Now, this was this was a bit ambitious, and it's probably the right odds now. Race 8, number 7, Herculean. This went up at $19, the roughy of the field, at the start, uh, last night. Uh, I couldn't tell you why. Um, I, can't, I, don't think, I don't think a monkey with a crayon could have came up with this as the roughy of the field in this race, lad. Um, he went great last week. Yep, it was only a four-dog field, but he went 22-38. And look at his, if you look at his record at this track and distance, 19 starts, three wins, 12 placings. Why was he the roughie of the field? I do not know. Um, he's $8 now fixed on the tab. I think that's the price he needs to be because he is a railer, but he should beat the six out, and he should beat the eight out. I can see him just lobbing midfield. For mine, he was just... He was just each way all day for mine at those odds. But a little bit of a semi-exclusive for you guys. The dog, which has now got out the silly odds, um, is the new roughy of the field here. Number five, Burning Glow. So it's 23 bucks. I don't need just save on it. I'm very keen on Herculean each way here. I reckon it's just a, an each way moral. And I would be filthy if the yep. five got up at 23 bucks as well. So I'd, I'd have something. Your main bet on Herculean and just reach down the back of the couch or whatever you find, put that on the five at 23 bucks. All right, Toddy, we've uh, we're running short on time. Thank you, mate. Appreciate uh, appreciate no that. We'll get you on. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good to me. Good on you, Toddy Gray. There from Greyhound Racing South Australia. Always great to have him on board. Did you write, you wrote those down, Mitch? I sure did. Good man. I wrote good them man. down. I sent them through to you. Good man. Hey, uh, very quickly, have you got any best bets for tonight that you want to get out? We've got about uh, forty seconds. Quickly. Yep. Oh, I've got three. There's three, or well, two I like, uh, and then one we're going to watch. Uh, the best bet of the night is race seven, number seven, at Shepherd and Handsome Jack, around the $2.70 mark. 
Uh, explosive early, gets to the front, goes. The next best after that, race 11, number eight, Rockstar Brass. He is a dog that is a mad uh, box eight bandit. Uh, multi them two up, you've got about the $7 mark. And a, grey, and a greyhound or a race to watch with interest. Race eight, number three, how not two. I'm not saying to back it, just watch it. It went 29.30 last time at Sandown. It can do anything, this dog, but oh, I'm not game enough to back it. But those two were race seven, number seven, race 11, number eight, multi them up. All right, mate. Thank you again. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Sounds good, mate. Look forward to it. Mitch Abaya there joining me. As always, you'll be able to listen back to the podcast very, very shortly. Thanks for your company all throughout the day. We'll do it all again tomorrow, starting with Bonners on Trot's Life and then Trackside with Cam Luke and Campbell Brown. Bye for now. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.